pay Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Sell order assessment fee not included. A limited number of ETFs are subject to a transaction-based service fee of $100. See full list at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hey parents, it's Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. I'm taking a week off from the podcast, but I wanted to share with you an episode of another great show from the Quick and Dirty Tips podcast network. It's called Relationship Doctor, and it's all about the science of what makes relationships work. Whether it's the best way to support your partner or how to avoid a divorce in your 50s and 60s, Your host, Dr. Rachel Vanderbilt, is your guide to modern relationship science. This episode is all about how your relationship changes once you introduce a child to the mix, and how you can still support and care for your partner while you're busy caring for your baby. If you like what you hear, you can find Relationship Doctor in whatever podcast app you're listening to me right now. Catch you next week. Welcome to the Relationship Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Rachel Vanderbilt, and I'm providing advice backed by relationship science research to help make your relationships healthier and happier. This episode is particularly special to me today because I'm extremely close to having my second child. With that being said, this will be my last episode before I take a short break to spend some time with my family to celebrate the arrival of our son. In the meantime, we'll share some fun content on the show feed. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how the transition to parenthood affects our relationships. When my husband and I got married, it was for purely practical reasons. We wanted to put my husband on my insurance plan. We knew we wanted to get married and start our family, so it seemed like a great time to just get that formality out of the way. We had a small courthouse wedding with a few friends and our parents in attendance. It was perfect. We made the decision to try to start our family. Like many first-time parents, I had a plan for when it would be ideal to get pregnant. This plan would allow me to work from home for several months, and I'd receive a release from teaching if I were able to complete some of my graduate school milestones while I was pregnant. And this timing would give me as much time at home with my baby as possible. Life ended up working out according to plan, which really was just a matter of pure luck. We welcomed a daughter together right on schedule, and I was able to spend the first eight months of her life at home with her. 
Sometimes she would come to collect research data with me or attend a seminar with me at school, but I was able to spend that time with her. My husband received one week off of work, and he had to start traveling pretty quickly after that. He is an exceptional dad and, in the early days, woke up with me at night for every feeding. Where I was really anxious about parenting, he was really confident. We grew into parenthood together, and although that time was difficult, it was so incredibly special. So what does the research say on transitioning to parenthood? Well, all transitions create the conditions for us to experience disruption in our relationships. Basically, change is really hard. And as humans, we're pretty averse to experiencing change. Parenthood is one of the biggest transitions we can face in our relationships. We're no longer just two independent people, but instead have added a stranger into our lives that's completely dependent on us. We know nothing about who they are when they're born, so it's a whole new getting-to-know-you process for both parents. Studies have shown that the transition to parenthood is associated with a decrease in relationship satisfaction for both mothers and fathers. Partners who experience depression during their pregnancy are in shorter relationships before getting pregnant and who engage in less constructive communication experience the greatest declines in relationship satisfaction over the three years following the birth of their first child. For first-time mothers especially, Relationship satisfaction with a partner steeply decreases around childbirth. So what is it about that transition to parenthood that makes it so difficult? Well, first, actually taking care of a baby. Let's be honest. Taking care of a baby can be difficult. Babies cry all the time, and sometimes children are predisposed to experiencing colic, which is a condition in which they are inconsolable for a large portion of their waking hours. According to research, crying stimulates a biological response in mothers, which can create a sense of physical distress until the child calms down. Mothers are often responsible for the physiological comfort of the child, particularly if they're breastfeeding. Between the constant crying and potentially learning how to feed a child with your body, Mothers experience a great deal of change immediately after birth. If the mother is taking on the bulk of childcare duties, falling into a more traditional gendered expectation of household responsibilities can substantially impact relationship health. Studies have found that mothers nearly universally take on the bulk of parenting responsibilities in the first 12 months of a baby's life. If other household tasks aren't proportionally shifted, then this can really take a toll on relationship satisfaction and overall happiness on the part of women in these relationships. Second is mental health challenges. We commonly hear about the baby blues as a common experience for postpartum mothers. After women give birth, mild feelings of sadness are extremely common. More prolonged or intense experiences of sadness are known as postpartum depression. One study found that when women felt like their partner was able to provide a social outlet for them, that they could rely on their partner for childcare support, and feel as if their partner agreed with their parenting plan, they experienced reduced severity of postpartum depressive symptoms. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group. 
where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Women who experience postpartum depressive symptoms are more likely to feel like their partner doesn't support them, both about their whole relationship, as well as during the postpartum period specifically, and they're more likely to report experiencing relationship conflict. In addition, some research finds that women experience decreases in their self-esteem around six months after childbirth, which is also associated with relationship dissatisfaction. And these depressive symptoms aren't limited to mothers. For fathers, experiences of depression and relationship satisfaction have been found to impact their ability to effectively co-parent with their spouses. In addition, Fathers who experience more negative communication with their partner report increased anxiety symptoms in the three years postpartum. Fatigue is also a commonly reported issue for both parents during pregnancy and in the postpartum period. One study found that fathers will report greater changes in their level of fatigue after the birth of a baby compared to mothers, likely because mothers have more interrupted sleep during their pregnancy. For mothers, this fatigue was found to have some impact on their marital satisfaction, whereas fathers did not have significant associations between their fatigue levels and perceptions of their marriage. And third is sexual well-being and intimacy. After having a baby, it's not uncommon for parents to report struggling to regain feelings of intimacy. For most women, it's advised to not resume normal sexual activities until at least six weeks after having a baby. Indeed, it's really important to not do so before the six-week mark because of the need for wounds from the placenta in the uterus to heal after having childbirth. Having sexual intercourse too early can introduce infections into the body. Having concerns about intimacy and sexual well-being after having a baby is really common, with over 80% of new mothers and fathers expressing some concern about the sexual health of their relationship postpartum. Concerns about these issues may include questions about when to resume sexual activity after childbirth, the pain associated with resuming that activity, changes in sexual desire or desired frequency of activity, or body image issues. These concerns are felt fairly equally by both parents, and they can impact perceptions of relationship satisfaction, particularly for fathers.
So how can we be better partners after welcoming a child? Well, there are a few things that I would recommend trying when transitioning to parenthood to help protect your relationship. Both partners should wake up with the baby at night. One person changes the baby, one person feeds the baby. Even if the mother is breastfeeding, there are other ways to be a support during the night, and those moments spent together can help to bring intimacy to your relationship in a time that can feel particularly challenging in that department. Two, um, if one partner is taking on the bulk of childcare responsibilities, the other should help take on other roles around the house. Reallocating chores should be a common process throughout your relationship because sometimes change in that area can help to reduce dissatisfaction with our roles in the home. The time after having a child is the perfect time to reassess how much of the housework burden is being lumped onto each person. And three, find intimacy in new and exciting ways while you aren't able to be sexually intimate. Create fun routines, start watching a TV show together, have movie nights, or make dinner together. Having a baby doesn't mean you can't still maintain the social elements of your relationship together. It may just mean finding new, more low-key options. The transition to parenthood is hard, tiring, and sometimes frustrating. Take on this challenge together as a couple to help keep your relationship in good repair. Remember that you are a partnership, and navigating this transition successfully requires open communication and effective support from both partners. Relationship Doctor is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Morgan Christensen. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Relationship Doctor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 813-397-8165. Be sure to tell me if it's okay to use your voice on the show. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in a few weeks. Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.